In a world where Los Angeles has one flower shop and an infinite number of plot lines, Gary Marshall will employ every actor in Hollywood to show every aspect of love. So uh, how did you guys meet? It's really funny, actually. Like, I was not into him at first. He used to shoot spit wads at me in Spanish class, which is, like, so junior high. But then one night, I was brushing out my hair when I got home, and I found this spit wad, but it was really a note, and it said, what's up? And I was like, that is so cute. And then I liked it. Oh, my God. Baby, are you okay? Walk it off, baby. Just walk it off. You're still hot, baby. You're still hot. There are a lot of bad movies out there. Listen as we try to find the ones that are so bad, they're actually good. Is it just bad? Or is it exceptionally bad? Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, welcome back to another episode of Exceptionally Bad here in Seasoning City. Uh, wait, this is the uh, season of Four Seasons. Uh, astute listeners will know that uh, Kageyama Shigeo lives in Seasoning City from Mob Psycho 100. But I don't know what I've, that means. I've talked. Uh, <laughs> this, this is an English language podcast. <laughs> I've, uh, I've gone on for far too long. No one knows who we are. I'm Nate. I'm Ben. I'm Brant. I'm Bracken. <laughs> and we've not talked about that at all ever. <laughs> brought it up on the podcast. <laughs> so you That's... guys have never watched Mob Psycho 100? I have not. Oh. I know you've told me to. I have. And it is a fantastic show. Yeah. But yeah. And I think actually has more emotion than this movie. Uh, <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> does. It sounds like a romantic comedy, Mob Psycho 100. Well, I mean. Mob is interested in a girl oh. named Subomi, but uh, who he's known basically his whole life. Are yeah. they best friends? They were growing up. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Well, there you go. And uh, I mean, it is much it's more so formulaic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, psychic powers. And, but, uh, so we watched uh, the movie Valentine's Day today. I, you know, sometimes. I always remember, we were always like, oh, we were going to bury the lead, but, I mean, it's in the episode title, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you got to just embrace it. That's right. right. Everyone yeah. already knows Spoiler before they alert. push play. So guess what movie we watch. So, uh, so this movie is different than most romantic comedies, I think, in that it has an ensemble cast as opposed to the, um, it's, as opposed to, say, like when we watched uh, The Wedding Planner. You yeah, know, that right. Had, very that, specific. Had the serial killer yeah, and right. the wedding planner in it, <laughs> and this one has a. <laughs> so I know this is a broad topic, but just thinking in terms of like, um, an ensemble. There's a lot of ensemble movies out there, but yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd, ne- I'd never seen one. I'd never seen a romantic comedy as an ensemble. Like, yeah, I, f- I feel it's typically are more action films yeah. or. Would you consider something like Mamma Mia? I feel like those are a little ensemble. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that's that a is, that's a musical yeah. though, right? So I don't uh, know. Yeah, this, is that a, a song com? <laughs> <laughs> so 
does anyone know is there a name for the kind of movie we just watched not not romantic comedy but the kind where it's like six thousand plot lines and a million characters well it's almost like watching like godzilla right, right. you've got these different people throughout the city and all then, trying to survive godzilla and, yeah they're yeah. all going to come together at the end because right. they're going to be running from the giant beast that's coming out, yeah. of, the, out of the ocean I think the difference, though, is we're supposed to care about these characters. Like, I don't think you're really supposed to care about the humans in Godzilla. Uh, they just—they're just the people that move you from set piece to set piece, right? I, I mean, it's not a perfect fit, but it's the closest thing I can yeah. think of. Yeah. So my when I think of ensemble casts, like if I hear a movie advertised as an ensemble cast, it puts me off. I'm like, I'm not gonna like that, and I assume it's gonna be this kind of movie where, oh, every. Every star is a big name star mm-hmm. and everyone's going to have like equal screen time. And somehow we're going to have to tell a story where everybody's got equal screen time kind are, of thing. Like, and it's like, are like, you saying mm. Infinity War and Endgame? So th- that's, that's why I, I like, I mean, I think technically that's an ensemble, but I don't think about that as an ensemble movie because Infinity War and Endgame, I mean, these are like specific stars that have come up through it's not one movie yeah through the marvel universe as their specific characters and then it's a big gigantic bring everybody together right yeah so i mean it is technically an ensemble well, i'm it just is, saying that's why that's they're just, so long is because everybody yeah, kind of gotta their get their own. equal screen time i right? kind of feel yeah. like mars attacks or i keep bringing up these yes oh, that mars attacks yeah. that's a, that's a good ensemble piece yeah. where they're all different doing those different uh, storylines or maybe even a slim whitman movie maybe yeah. even Independence Day, where you've got all these different people yeah. all over the place. It's yeah, like just Godzilla. telling their individual stories. Yeah, Independence and, Day resurgence. We're not going to even talk about that. But, uh, I've already forgotten that one, so it's okay. Out of my mind. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, I was thinking about that today, and I was like, I don't think it got any category awards in oh, yeah. in the in the BMAs. I don't think that it because we came forgot up, all about it. We came up once. <laughs> that's that's how great that movie was. It's the invisible movie. Yeah, it's a blot. It's that's a blot on my brain memory. There's, no, there's nothing there. Kind of like Alfredo I got the brain sauce. fog. Just yeah. very very plain yes yeah so okay so well i guess we shouldn't really beat around the bush too much like it's anyone anyone want to give us like a plot summary for valentine's day um here's the it's shortest a, i can do it it's yeah. a trick question because there's so it's, many plots yeah, right. it's no, valentine's day yeah love sucks people cheat on their loved ones mm-hmm. people leave their loved ones because they're not honest with them and then somebody falls in love at the very end of Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it, lots of flowers. With yeah, the, with the really obvious person that they should be. Yeah. yeah. In most cases, but there are some surprises mm-hmm. yeah. along it's the way. Every permutation of a relationship, ha- that everything that could happen on a Valentine's Day uh, with everybody feeling good at the end of the day. <laughs> Do you think that this was like six or seven different plots, like literally different scripts? And you know they just weren't long enough the, for a the, whole movie. The page that was trying to you know run it to the director, they all ran into the each other. Room, they like they scattered on the floor, and they're like, I, "I don't know, just mix them all together, mix you them got, all together." You got your chocolate and my peanut butter. <laughs> so, I, uh, <laughs> or maybe it's like a short story anthology, and they're like, "We're making this movie." Uh, no, this is twelve different stories. We're making this movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but they, it certainly has pretty much everybody in Hollywood in this movie. Yes. Uh, 
and we were talking after right before we started the recording and there were a couple storylines where there wasn't much story but they oh, were just man. extra actors there? extra actors in the movie that they could have just cut out yeah. so uh, they and it did seem a little long I'm going to probably keep saying that throughout this episode. <laughs> it, yeah. It definitely was long. Yeah. I remember we sat there and we're like, wait, they haven't tied up this plot that or this yeah. plot. Or what about, you know, a half an hour in, we're still meeting new characters. That's true. Yeah. We, Major we, plot line characters. We, we see all the, the actors' names on the opening credits, but we don't see some of these actors until like literally 30, 35 minutes yeah. into the movie right. for the very first time. Well, yeah. and it, also something to point out is they're listing the actors' names for a solid like ten minutes yeah, at the beginning right. of the movie and you're like, There's no way that they're gonna get all this in here and everybody is in this. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so okay, Kathy Bates. Yes. She's in this movie in what, two scenes? Yeah. Yep. And so I'm like, why did you need I mean, I like Kathy Bates. Why and Kathy she, Bates? And yeah. she that was role. and she was fine. And she was great, but it was just like you don't need Kathy Bates. To be the TV producer yeah. person, with yeah. like, it doesn't add anything. With like three lines, maybe she's buddies with Gary Marshall. I, I think that there must have been that, or a combination of oh, everybody's in it. We've got this this cast of people. Why don't you just come along and join? Maybe she and, had and join a, the party. A studio contract, and this fulfilled one of her. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. But, yeah. uh, well, so know. this didn't make it into my notes, uh-huh. but she was in a stage production. Of something, a movie that they're you know, in the stage version of something that he made a movie of later, but she wasn't able, she didn't star in that because it was right after Misery came out. Oh, and Misery is kind of what made her a big name, right? So, this was like finally when they got to work together. Uh, I see, so that's okay. probably why Kathy Bates was in it. I see, but um, but it was it, it was really less than a minute's worth of time on screen, yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, but, but among those two scenes. Yeah, I mean she's great in both yep. of them, but I mean she's Kathy Bates. She probably like, she probably did a half a day's work. Yeah, in, right. For that, and that was about it. She did a great job. She yeah. probably spent more time in costuming than she did That's actually true. on screen. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. probably. And she, she did was all wearing her shots a before lunch. And that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Unless stuff, I mean, maybe stuff got cut out. Maybe there was a whole bunch more stuff. Well, shot you know, and, there were all of those other friends that showed up at the party at the end and it's like maybe she was part of some of that yeah well i mean none of those were names right but they were other actors yeah. and characters that they had backstories and they showed up and they said yeah our boyfriend was the same guy mm-hmm. and they're like okay this is a whole other did plot you that we didn't need to have did you guys appreciate the fact that they kept trying to weave all of the stories on top of each other and keep crisscrossing everybody's yeah. story together like i don't know confusing. anybody gets like out of bed in morning in the morning fiction style with that much drama in a single day <laughs> oh, yeah, with so real. many lives interweaved uh, together Try, you know what that's an my exhausting day. life that's i know my day every day <laughs> with my profession that's just that's just how it is you just i mean you have a really every single job, person though. that i know is going through love drama at the same time on valentine's day yes so yes. it was confusing <laughs> as all get out we thought Emma Roberts and the little boy were like, oh, are they brother and sister? Oh, yeah, there was some yeah. oh, is it, unclarity. Is, is this Emma Roberts' grandma and grandpa? No, right. it's like, oh, are Jennifer Garner and Ashton Kutcher brother and sister? Oh, right. no, they're best friends. You know, it was just like, it was very confusing. Are Jessica Biel and Jennifer Garner the same person? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Are Jessica Biel and Jessica Alba ever going to cross paths? Yeah. I mean, look, they never even tied anything up with Jessica uh, Alba. No, she checks a, into the Beverly Wiltshire with uh, the dog. All alone. She stole yeah. her dog. She stole the, the dog. End, yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah, right. With the dog. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was confusing. It was a little chaotic, too. I mean, it seemed like everybody at the very beginning of this movie lived or worked or had some kind of connection to the Flower District in L.A. That's true. And it's Valentine's Chaos. Day. There are other places you can buy flowers, by the way, than no. the Flower District. Nope. Just nope. wholesalers nope. Is buy them nope. from the Flower Sienna District. Sienna Boutique. That's it. But um, <laughs> Bracken, I think we would know. <laughs> We never live off, in L.A., but we Ventura. Know. Well, yeah. I did live in L.A., so I, I know that there were other places you could buy flowers. But no, this movie says no, <laughs> and movies don't lie. Listen, there wouldn't be a flower district if there were any other option. It, it, there wouldn't was, be a whole district. Yeah, it was. Well, there were a lot of flowers in this movie. A lot of people moving around. Yeah, um, getting their Valentine's Day flower action on. I was kind of <clears throat> well, whatever. I was kind of disappointed in the the kind of uh the hidden flower in the silver box like the special one i mean it was the a pretty orchid, orchid at the yeah, end yeah. but i was like this this has got to be something more impactful but it was just a flower <laughs> it was nothing special i was hoping it'd be like like a severed hand or something but like <laughs> i was hoping wow. listen i was hoping or an actual heart <laughs> i was hoping that it was going to be a thing directly for jennifer garner because that one dude knew that that's who should be getting it. Like a katana or something? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Some Psy. Oh, right. That's what right? she, that's that's what what she has. Been. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, she played Electra. Electra. Terrible movie. So how many actors in this movie were in superhero movies? We oh, my gosh. That. So many. We were trying to keep track of that. We were so, like, oh, that person I'm just going to go in... down the list. Jessica okay. Alba was. Jessica Biel was. Bradley Cooper was. Um, let's see. Jamie Foxx was. Jennifer Garner was. Topher Grace was. Anne Hathaway was. I mean, is Twilight no. a superhero movie? Uh, let's, no, let's, let's just keep it to Marvel and DC. I think that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Well, oh, Bradley Cooper. Did we? Did we? Oh, yeah, 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 Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you mentioned Bradley okay. Cooper. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. This but, was uh, the tryout for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and also Grey's Anatomy. And Grey's Anatomy, right? Yes, we, we got McSteamy and McDreamy. Yes. In, in in the same movie. And uh, McBlondie, what was her name? <laughs> McBlondie. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, Catherine Heigl. Like, I think oh, yeah, oh right. she was supposed yeah. to She was going to maybe be in this, but those contract negotiations yeah. fell apart. But she that would have been that. three. She, she won. She, she won that. And, yes. and so did Sandar Bullock, as I typed. Sandar Bullock. <laughs> yeah. She dodged a bullet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it sounded like. Julie Roberts did pretty well, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Sandra Bullock was too busy making Speed 2. <laughs> uh, no, this, is, this came out in 2010. Speed 2 was way before that, right? Yeah. Oh, I wonder what Sandra Bullock was doing. Time is just kind of a construct. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so obviously Julie Roberts had worked with Gary Marshall before on, right. a, on a couple movies. So Gary Marshall is like Mr. Rom-Coms, right? Yeah. Pretty Woman. Um Overboard, Runaway Bride, Runaway Bride, The Princess Diaries movies. Yeah. Um, Does he just collect actors? Do you think this was like on your tenth actor movie? You punch you you know you, you punch get the, the Gary card Marshall and you get you get the movie the ensemble movie. <laughs> so I had never seen this movie before, and yeah. Gary nope. in the late part of his career he had, he made this movie and then he made uh, New Year's Eve, I think. 
And Mother's Day. And Mother's Day. Yeah. And those were his last three movies were mm. these. And I didn't realize, I hadn't seen any of those, but Julia, I think Julia, uh, some of the cast of this movie, like Jessica Biel, come back in the next one. Do they play their same character, do you think? Uh, or is it... Ooh, that's a good question. I I'll, don't, I'll look I, to see if they have I the same I do name. not know. Uh, there were a lot of nods but to there previous were, movies. There's some repeats. So, you know, they obviously like working with Gary. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, had some success there. Uh, he, he obviously uses the same, some of the same actors again and again. Um, it just, uh, this is not really my thing. Like these aren't <laughs> the highest end of his, what, what he's a, known what a for. Legacy. This isn't his, yeah, this isn't what's going to make Gary's name or will hold on with him because this isn't necessarily his best work, right? It's on. That's a matter for the courts. We're covering this on exceptionally bad podcast, so <laughs> there's a reason they don't play the same characters. Yeah, okay. So, characters. but there's just a different iterations and yeah. situations. Well, and it's things. like Sleepless in Seattle and You Got Mail. Yeah, the same movie. Basically the same movie. <laughs> the same. Same movie. actors. Yeah. So, different story. Um, let me ask you this question, fellas. Eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Surprised? No. I, I actually, I would say that I would expect it to be higher than 18. Absolutely. I would expect in the mid-30s, There's maybe. It's 47 audience, but... Yeah. I I would even say it was better than that. Yeah, 47. you think so? I think, I think the strength of the movie was the actors. Yeah. I Even though it was, the, the plot lines were very shallow, it's a rom-com. Yeah. You've got like 20 people in the cast that are mm-hmm. all have their different storylines. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have in-depth storyline... But you are going to enjoy the cast and their interactions, yeah. and they—I didn't feel like it got slow at any point. Just long. It just—it should have been ten minutes shorter. Yeah, yeah. They or, did, or, much, if they or cut maybe out even two, a half an hour shorter. Yeah, cut out two of the storylines, and it would have been just as good. Probably if a better you cut movie. Cut out the Taylors. Yeah, the, I think the Taylor Taylors could have been cut. Taylor Swift, yeah. Taylor Lautner. Yeah, get rid yeah. of them. There, there was no connection with the rest they, of the storyline with them. Well, they go to the same school as Emma Roberts. Yeah, that was. But it. also, who cares? But they—they they were the well, they, high school love, first love. <sighs> so was Emma Roberts. Thing. But so was Emma Roberts. Yeah, right. But and, they're the more mature. Well, so their buddies like Taylor yeah. Lautner and her boyfriend, boyfriend, yeah. the naked boy. I don't know. His name. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was. They were just comic relief. Yeah, you know they were doing. That's true. They were jumping in. Well, I think they were trying to capture, like Ben said, a bunch of different aspects of love, and they right. were like the they were like the very beginning puppy love right. type of very. Because and know, Emma Roberts was taking the next step in your. Yeah, first they, love they they were dating a little bit longer right and uh they're getting ready to go off to college and what's going to happen when they're at yeah, different gonna have a long, coasts because yeah. she's going to yale and he's, and he's going, going to, to stanford, stanford. Did, opposite ends of the did you believe that he was smart enough to get into no stanford no I, I thought they were just rich kids that were entitled. Yeah. That could be that it was kind of gilmore yeah. girlish right obviously yeah. not based on the car she was driving around right yeah uh, yeah, but she was driving it around because it was vintage. Maybe that's why. But <laughs> she was driving it ironically. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay, right, this okay. is this is L.A. She was driving it before it was cool. <laughs> Got it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> she had a VW Beetle. <laughs> Convertible. <laughs> Convertible. <laughs> and the kid had a bike. Yeah, right. And he delivered. <laughs> oh wait, is that her boyfriend? No, the boyfriend had that sweet. Oh yeah, panel van with. The... He delivered yeah. Indian food. He worked in an Indian restaurant, and yeah. it was. So can we can we talk about just 
all of just the inappropriateness of the young boy. The little right? boy? The, the little boy, boy. Right? There's just so much that I had issue with. <laughs> like, he's, one, his babysitter almost 90% of the time has no idea where he is. Right. Um, she trapes him all over the place. His grandparents. Grandparents d- clearly don't know where she is or where he is. He's, you know, you know, everybody had a crush on some teacher at some point. So that's, that's fine. So, right. Yeah. That was weird, but like, sure, whatever I buy it. But then also he's just randomly getting driven around by right. adult men to wherever in, he wants in vans. To go. Like, yeah. yeah, sure. Let's go do that. So kid. do you want to know the, the most disappointing thing to me in this movie? <laughs> this is so weird. And I guess it's cause I'm a dad. But there was this kind of sweet moment where that boy goes to the um, florist and he wants to get a card and a dozen roses yeah. sent to his Valentine yep. on Valentine's Day. It's like $55 for a dozen. Mm-hmm. And he talks to Ashton Kutcher, who you see his, ho- his heart soften, and he's like, the kid has saved up $13. That's yep. all he's got. And he's like, okay, we'll get this done for you. And it's like, oh, that's so sweet. And they totally don't do it. I know, I know. They just steal the kid's <laughs> money. The kid's money. <laughs> and that's a plot point that the, they don't do the, it. The kid even like was smart enough. He's like, this guy might be a little bit of a shyster. I'm going to get a receipt <laughs> that's right. that I paid for my flowers, and I want my flowers to show up. So... In Ashton Kutcher's defense, his character's defense. Yeah, he had things on his mind. He he found out like his he found out his best friend slash real love interest yeah. boyfriend was a philanderer and yeah. he was very upset. So in, that's, not to mention he got engaged that morning and, and then, dumped and the then same dumped. day. So yeah. I, I no, I think to be fair, I think George Lopez's uh, accident. I think it fell out of the back of the van. Oh, and, that's and that's why it didn't get there. I just no. I, oh, it, was, just, it was run no, over no, several no. times. Yeah, no, really. Is. Do you know what? No, they I, they focused in on the card. I bet that was the we were supposed oh, to recognize that, was, that because there was a card that the car drove over. In uh, that, I bet you're absolutely that, right, that and we just it. didn't pick up I on was it. Just kind okay, of that's about that, like but. a Where's Waldo level. Yeah, I know. Like Easter egg. I guess we'll have to watch it again, guys, to make sure we're right. Because <laughs> well, they did say, <laughs> just "Hey, pause. It, it's always he. He always delivers. It maybe it's still out in the van, and I don't know." But yeah, I, I mean, he did I, I seem didn't... to be, un- I mean, concerned that they hadn't delivered it, right? Yeah, yeah I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I forgot about that. It's uh, It suffers from the same thing that I think sitcoms <laughs> and uh, most movies and sitcoms suffer from. Mm-hmm. The, like uh, Jessica Biel <laughs> is... <laughs> So her she's job is a miserable. is a is a publicist, but all she talks about is how she's alone on Valentine's Day. Has and a all melt- she does is so, eat candy. Has a meltdown with with it's Jamie Foxx in office. Year. And to be clear, it's a recurring party over over. Valentine's party. Oh, yeah. Like annual... she's she's just horrible for love. Yeah. I mean, and she's year. the one who throws it every and year. She's the one that throws it. I was like, yeah. maybe you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but just that that that, that would consume your entire day it's right like if, if it's really this big thing to you like take the day off right like, you're gonna get fired from your job uh, uh if if that's really what's happening well maybe you guys do that at your work i don't know but like <laughs> it just seems like the that uber focus and that's just the thing with every rom-com right but uh, so, it's, yeah. so it's got those tropes i i felt like this was just a rehash of all the tropes or things that you'd see 
in the series The Love Boat. Yes. It was just, you know, so I, for the I'm I'm an, I'm showing my age now. There was a show <laughs> in the late, late 70s, early 80s on uh, ABC called The Love Boat and it was basically an hour long show. What's that? Captain Steubing. Captain Steubing. Uh, I, I can't uh, remember all the other actors. It's the little characters. guy, the plane, the plane. Oh, no, that was Love. That no, was that was Fantasy, Fantasy Island. Island. That Sorry. was right afterwards. Same. But uh, <laughs> it was basically every week there was different. There was like two uh, or th- yeah. there was like three or four different couples or storylines. Gopher. Gopher from that? Gopher was yes, on there, okay. yes. Uh they would show up on the boat to go on their cruise and there would be some kind of love story. They were either there single looking for love. It's an Aaron Spelling thing, right? Yes. yes. Or they were, you know, newlyweds already in love, right. but then they were fighting because the, the mother-in-law was on the cruise with them. Or I don't <laughs> just know. Poor just planning. All, poor, <laughs> it all just poor planning. Every of episode random, was a rom-com. Yes. And, and <laughs> all of these tropes were tied together. Yep. Uh, with there's various storylines going on at the same time. Yeah. So, of course, you had your core uh, crew that had their own little storylines right. going on too, and they had little jokes here and there. This didn't have that, but it did have Shirley MacLaine mm-hmm. playing herself in some ways, yeah, but not of. really. I don't know what was oh, going when she's on literally there. on the movie in the background. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. There was just a lot of stuff like that that was just thrown in. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, it was an episode of The Love Boat. Yeah. For a generation who probably never saw the love boat. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's right. let's do this in one movie rather right. than carry this series. out over a whole season. Yeah. yeah. Let's look at all of the actors that we'd get on an entire season in one They took movie. twelve episodes and cut out ninety percent of every episode and they then just, just cut out the commercials and it was the same length. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cut out the character development. Yeah, right. The thi- okay, so for me, the core of this was Ashton Kutcher and Jennifer Garner. I agree. I feel like they were the main love. They start with him uh, and her mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. other relationships. That's he true. proposes to his girlfriend, Jessica Alba. Alba. She says yes, and off the running, she moves out on him by noon. Uh, he steals the dog. Yeah, she, she takes the dog, the dog with with her. Uh, that was just so low. I really thought the dog's name was Karma. Yeah. It's Carmine. That would have been a good play. Because it would have been great because, you know, Karma being a meep. And so. <laughs> <laughs> and a cold hearted one, too. Yes. <laughs> and of course, you, you see the, the, you kind of feel like they're brothers and sister, Jessica. Uh, I'm sorry. Not Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Thank you. Yeah. And Ashton Kutcher. They look like they're brother and sister, but. You find out that they're just really good friends. Yeah. And then at the very end, they decide, oh, we're going to kiss each other on the bridge. And they're like, oh, that it's was awkward. weird. <laughs> Which was kind of refreshing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. It was kind of nice. Uh, but then they, you know. Then they make out there it. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, listeners, you're probably wondering why we're not referring to people as their character names. That's because <laughs> oh. we don't remember what their character <laughs> well, I, names are. I don't think we ever heard so, people's characters' name. We heard a couple. Two-thirds of the way through the movie, I... I gave the the crew a chance to name exactly three characters and i could name all two. of us we yeah the most we could come up with was was two and i think one of them might have been made up wait <laughs> who was reed reed is not on here yeah ashton kutcher was reed that's his, that's uh 
Yeah, Reed Bennett. Oh, there is it is, name. Reed Bennett. Yeah, okay. oh, I thought that was his fiance. Oh, the, was the second name was Carmine. It was the dog's that's name. Right, the dog. That was the second <laughs> okay. name. So those uh, are the only two well, names. No, I, I guess Kara, because that's Jessica Biel's. Oh, okay, Kara. Oh, I, I never got that the entire that. movie. I, never well, I only it. remember that because it's on the Evite. Oh. Kara's I Hate Valentine's Day. Gotcha. Hold on. I, Patrick Dempsey didn't even have a first name. <laughs> oh, he did. I just I was oh, just lazy. I felt like that was just, uh, you know, kind of supports what I said earlier is this, you know, you're just watching it for the stars. And right. How they are. They're not, you're not really focused on the story as much. So would you say that this is. I'm going to lean on another ensemble movie. Um, is this the Expendables for women? I mean, there's no plot. There's no point. It's just... There, Listen, there, if it there, was the Expendables for women, we would see there was... um, Jennifer Aniston in it. Maybe she was busy. I mean, come on. Like, no, even Chuck show, Norris doesn't make it in into Valentine's, the first one. Yeah, she shows up in Valentine's 2 and she's really behind the whole thing. Big the boss. guns in this movie. That, you, well, there's a lot of flowers. Clear, there clearly was, you didn't see Kutcher with his arms. She's the one growing all the flowers. There Jennifer was that Aniston. one Chevrolet that was in the that he drove to the, the airport that looked like... That tricked could, out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah, tricked out. Was... That could have been in the Expendables. But... Listen, Lautner had his shirt off. I mean, yes. that's Expendables right there. The, the boyfriend was... But naked. <laughs> That's right. That's, and there was some sk- there was some skin in this movie. Can we talk about that weird experience for just a hot <laughs> second? Because <laughs> okay, oh, so, so it's what what's her name? Roberts. What's what's her Emma Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Thank you. Um, so her and I don't remember who the actor or the character was, yeah, but her boyfriend um, decided they're high school that, seniors. They're yep, eighteen. They were going. They're both virgins, and they're both deciding. Hey. Today's the day we're going I, I, to. I didn't make it that far on the cast. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna lose our virginity together. You know, we love each other. Whatever. We're going our separate ways. Like this is the moment. Um. So he, <laughs> apparently, her parents, because it is her house. Her parents are supposedly out of town for the day, or a couple days. They're just at work or something. Something. Or yeah. Something. So this is like the only opportunity that they have to kind of sneak out and get it done, and so he decides. <laughs> He's going to... And Wait, hold on a second. We know this because Emma Roberts tells her teacher the plan. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Th- Christian Shaw. Christian yes. Shaw. Oh, yeah. I thought... But she also explains it to the to the old couple. Well, that's after. Oh, is that, that after? after? Okay, yeah, got it. Okay. Parents, sorry. Yeah. It's Christian so convoluted. Was I'm like, sorry. Hey, can you help me with this test or something that you've taken? And she's like, no, I can't. Because... because I'm, and then she explains the whole... Right, right, right. Okay. So Christian Shaw crushes the can. I just realized that... So they are the grandparents, but she's... They're not the grandparents of her. No, because she's the babysitter. The right. yeah. We were kind of questioning that. Why yeah. would you tell your grandparents right. what yeah. you're doing? So anyways, anyway. so he sneaks into her house, um, and she texts him on her old Motorola phone or whatever, you know, on my way. So... He jets upstairs to her bedroom. He's dropped, you know, roses and whatever, setting up the mood in her room. And then for some reason decides to strip down completely naked and stand like Captain Morgan style against her bed <laughs> with a guitar, guitar in front of the, the important bits. He's, he's written a song. For he her. has. Yeah. He has. Yeah. So he's kind of practicing it. He did a little, you know, pre-pump, you know, push-ups. Um, mom comes home. At, you know, it what? was kind like, of expected. I, like, and she like says to the dog, sitcom? I'm only here for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And um, here's him singing upstairs. Right. Runs upstairs and somehow is confused by what's going to happen. Right. Like he's 
So he tries to what play it off like, here? oh, I'm practicing for a very avant-garde like no, play. He says I'm thing. practicing. She's like naked. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, it's avant-garde. So she's. It's so like, you know. Again, the dad and me was like, close the door, Step instruct up. him to get dressed. <laughs> And then have a conversation about it. No. Instead, she engages with him in the room. Comes into the room. Stuff. And and then they're like like engaging, not like anything freaky, but it's like like slapstick comedy. They're like banging heads into yeah, each other. Right. And they're like, she's like, you got you gotta and leave. He has to fight the dog for his clothes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. The, the, <laughs> I think That was weird. There was, was something so weird. super, super weird about that. It was creepy. And then that's the end of it. Yeah, and then he goes running naked down the street with his guitar and his backpack on. Well, then no, then well, Emma Roberts. She picks him up like is, down the street. His or name is, but... her name is Grace, I think. Yeah, okay. His and, name is Alex. I just looked it up. And she, yeah, she picks him up naked, and she's like, "My mom." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, their characters' names not important. No, they, they don't not, matter. Not really. no. Even the movie doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, they it don't doesn't care really no. doesn't. Yeah. So Bradley Cooper's character's name is Holden. I don't think you ever no. hear his name. No, ever. I was, I, I would say I was pleasantly surprised about the reveal at the end Yeah, for his character. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect it. And it wasn't like it's, you know, kinda because of, that... of what the, the end game is, yeah. but you kind of get the idea that you he's a little that... bit of a player. Yeah. I mean, he's Bradley Cooper. But he's, he's just like being insanely charming. But he's like sweet to, <clears throat> to, to Julia. Julia Roberts the whole time. Yeah. She's all nervous and he's helping her calm down. And he does and feel he's like he's so like great. flirting with her yeah, he a little bit. It does. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely interested in her. Yeah. And for some reason, he hates Valentine's Day, even though he has somebody he clearly has feelings for and loves. But he back said home. it was recently. He's recently single. Yeah. Recently. yeah. So there was okay. a lot of stuff we had to read into. Yeah. Oh, so that. are we are we saying that they had broken up because he be- was like we can't be together? Yes. Yeah. And then have an image, and then he then came out he, yep. and then he's like, oh, finally we can be together because he said you saw and he's like, I did. Got you it. Know? Yeah. Okay. So then he yeah. Knew. Right. So why did he use? Why did he kind of like trapes the flower down his chest? It should have been that stupid heart candy, right? Like <laughs> that he at hates. least bring yeah. it back together. That's like, right. Punch I'm not on afraid that of heart candy. Slap anymore. him in the cheek with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. I'm trying to put, I, I'm trying to layer on meaning so onto this guy. You know, when we were before we watched the movie, I mean, they show like all the characters, na- you know, faces. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of let's make bets and figure oh, yeah. out who's, who's going to yeah. who's going to hook up with who. Right. Or ultimately, and you know, Julia Roberts is the first picture on mm-hmm. the left. I'm like Julia Roberts. Uh, she's going to be with Patrick, Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking just by age that that yeah, was a good to pair. Hook, yep. Yeah. Uh, that that would be a, a fair matchup. Well, she doesn't get matched up with anybody. Nope. We kind of, I kind of see that halfway through the movie. Yeah. I'm like, she's going mm-hmm. home. There's a lot of different kinds of love. She's going home for her little, her kid. I could kind of see that coming. She's yeah. a soldier. She, but yeah. but they do keep it vague. They never yeah. say who she's going home for. You find out at the True. end. True. Yep. She's yes. just like, I mean, we saw I'm only coming. home for an hour. You know, right. basically one day is what yeah. she says, there's right? A, there's a few little surprises there, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and then you had um, Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace. Right. As a Two couple, weeks. Been two dating weeks. for two weeks. Yeah, dating yeah. for two weeks. They're also kind of in that honeymoon phase they're of love. They're feeling in love. And their their conflict is that it turns out she's a... Uh, Phone tele- sex worker. Te- yeah. yeah. What does she call Telephone it? adult performer or something. Yeah, right? entertainer or something, entertainer, yeah. yeah. And he finds out, you know, kind of catches her on the 
thinks she's talking to her boyfriend initially, yeah. right? So I'm not I'm not trying to like <laughs> this is not a masterclass in movie making, but why is it that all of her clients know how to reach her at any phone that she's at? Right. Right? Like on her work phone. On her work phone Queen that Latifah's she's temping phone. for for yeah. literally one day. Right. Um, I don't know. It just seemed like <laughs> very convenient and also that she's like running it herself like she even has to say the 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 charges will show up on (laughs) as venture media llc thank you bye (laughs) well okay and another question do we do we have any idea what queen latifah does yes she was an agent she was she's, she was the football player's agent. Yeah. Oh right, we did and see that one scene that, that tied he was it together. Be and Jessica Beale yes. is his publicist. Publicist. Got it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a dummy. And, Obviously, that all makes Jamie sense. And Jamie Fox is the sports guy <laughs> who wasn't the sports guy <laughs> who wasn't at the, the time. Sports guy who's reporting on it because yep. Kathy Bates sent him out to just interview randos all day yeah. about Valentine's Day, and he met. Ashton Kutcher at the flower shop yep. district. The flower district. Because the poor Asian guy obviously wasn't entertaining he couldn't, enough. Couldn't speak English, I guess. <laughs> I feel like this movie is anti anti immigrant because and, like they made several jokes about yeah. that. Like they're like, what was the one language that somebody was speaking? Bulgarian. 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 They're like, but I am American. Citizen. We need somebody who speaks sort of Bulgarian no, English. Says, it was funny. English says, with a Bulgarian. Does anybody speak okay. English with a Bulgarian accent? <laughs> And the yes. guy's like, I do. And then he's like, bulgarize or something like yes. that. <laughs> I don't know. That was kind of funny. funny. And then, you know, obviously they, you know, <laughs> you're not interesting Asian dude at, the, right, at yeah. the flower market. I don't know. So, you know, so, you know, the rom-coms have the gay best friend. Mm-hmm. So I liked the twist that, you know, the football player mm-hmm. guy is the gay comes out friend. as gay. Right. And... and I think the big surprise of the movie is that Bradley Cooper's character is his boyfriend. Yeah. But they did have kind of the flamboyant gay guy at the flower shop, right? Oh, he comes right. Up, he's oh, like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. the bride. My cousin can make the Right, dress. yeah. So they still had that a little bit. But but it, yeah. was, but it was refreshing that the that the gay... It, there's, it's not even the gay best friend. No. Like, yeah. He well, only he only encounters the flower shop the people because he, he, yep. he hits George Lopez's car. Yeah. Right. And Ashton Kutcher is the florist, but he's straight. So yeah, yeah, right. And did, he wears pink through the entire. Did movie. you get the impression Just. that he owned and ran this yeah. until like thirty minutes in? He seemed like he was a poor page boy. Uh, at first, early on, yeah. Well, when he showed up at the store, I kind of figured, oh, this is his store. Right, but right. that wasn't like till like 30, oh, but, 35 but yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's in. right. He had already done the news you, thing and everything. He'd done the news thing. Right. Like him him and Though, George Lopez were jumping in his crappy van. I, I will say that when he was there at the wholesaler and he was like, I need all of these, I need all of those, I was like, these are gigantic orders. And everyone is like, like there was a lady loading uh, roses on for some other client. Yeah. He's like, I need all of those. And the lady's like, okay, all of them. And the yeah. other lady gives him a dirty look. And I was like, well, He's got some clout here, or is it just because he's newly engaged that they're doing this? But yeah. there were hints that he was important. Got it. I don't okay. know. Well, remember, well, remember the best again. Scene? We have to watch it a second time. He's to the catch flower all of this lord. Stuff. Yeah. I, well, I think we just buried like the best scene is when they jump in the crappy van and he doesn't look and just tries to merge in the oh, lane, Christ. and then Joe Montana shows up. I just <laughs> yells at so him. It yells at him. And best then, cameo in the movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They were drives off. <laughs> Yeah, you think if he owned the business, he'd be a little bit more responsible and be able to look in his blind spot before he pulls out. But. Well, you think he'd make his employees, you know, like 
clean the shop before they leave for the day right. or maybe make them make the deliveries obviously the right. lady running the register had no idea what she was doing she was terrible yeah I, there was that line where she's like oh these are for you i knew these were for somebody well and in one scene there's like a toddler just doing a little tap dance on their counter yes right. and then somebody puts a baby on there and she's like oh no you can't have a baby on here and then stands the baby up and kind of pushes it at the mom <laughs> And then the mom turns and hands the baby to the nuns and says, oh, we're Jewish. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So weird. God loves all people. (laughs) That was so weird. There were random things in this movie. (laughs) But those were the highlights of the movie. They really were. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering, uh, what do you all think about the the performances? Like the individual actors. Did anyone stand out as either good or bad? So Taylor Swift was the one that did... We did talk about the most, I have to say. Yeah. We did have a little bit of a debate, though, if she was just super leaning into the role of the, okay, you're a ditzy high school girl who's just madly in love with the jock guy. And super controlling. Or if it was just... Taylor Swift. Right. I thought she was leaning into it. I thought it was good. I think she's leaning I thought she, into it. I thought she yeah. did good. I mean... I don't want her to write a song about us, so I thought she did fantastic. <laughs> That's not true. I do. <laughs> this is what I felt, is that she was leaning into it, but going too far. Way too hard. Yeah. It's like she could play this character without going this far. Yeah. Though it was pretty funny the way that she played it. It just felt corny and fake. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean, she's so young. Yeah, this was at in 2010. It was. And so, so it, it was, was post Kanye West interruption. But <laughs> she, you think she was still a little shell shocked? Ben, I'm gonna yeah. let you finish <laughs> that sentiment. But I think Bracken has the best comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen her act in a lot of other things. Yeah. I mean, other than an episode of New Girl and Cats. I oh, haven't. She was in I cats. haven't seen I haven't cats. Seen so have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen cats. <laughs> Does that mark me? Oh yeah. no, nobody else has I, seen it. I thought I saw a haunted look in your eyes. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> so that's a whole uh, different episode. Did your mother not love you? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I obviously don't know enough about Taylor Swift. You guys all knew that her and Taylor, Taylor her and Lautner. the Taylor Lautner were a thing, and yeah. I just haven't followed her personal life that closely, or maybe not at least at this time. I believe her song "I Dated a Werewolf" was written oh. about their relationship. <laughs> okay, Sparkle of the Moon. <laughs> uh, is that a is, a is that a song? That's an album. Okay. Um. So, you know. It, it, it did talk about her a little bit in her acting. Yeah, it yeah. was a little little different from the rest of the cast, but yeah. I thought it was true to what her character was. I mean, so. in reality, she is the only non-actor in there. Everybody else is actually an actor. Yeah. She's, you know, a musician they, who is acting in probably her first role. Yeah, and I, I would say the kids, the kid actors, yeah, were... The, the boy was... 
he was rough for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. He was he. You could tell it was just, the little blonde boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and all the kids at the school, all, except for the goalie kid, he yeah. was the best. <laughs> My, Michael. No, Pat. Was his name Patrick? Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, yeah. And he referred to himself in the third person. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was great. And then his dad works at the restaurant or something. <laughs> well, it was look. He he was good enough that we recognized him, so that when we saw pictures. Uh, of him, of him yeah. with his shirt over his head or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we recognize, oh, wait, here's how that kid ties to the... That's how that parent Mater ties, D in, that Mater D ties into this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, LA's a big town, but everybody kind of knows each it's other. It's not. It's population of 17 people. Does that track for, for your experience, Bracken? It's got lots of traffic. Let me just put it that way. I and mean, that's not that's not news to anybody. <laughs> It's a great big freeway. Yeah. Was there, I mean, this whole movie is just ridiculous, but was there any other standouts that felt real or. So I'll tell you, I really liked Ashton Kutcher in this. Yeah. I mean, I thought that he was, you know, he's kind of a, he kind of plays a dopey guy or whatever, mm-hmm. but in this, he, he wasn't really dopey. He no. was like a normal guy yeah. who's normal intelligence, normal everything, who just. Uh, has a good heart and is trying to do the right thing. And he did come off pretty genuine. Yeah, and like how, how he, long after that '70s show did this come out? This is twenty. Well, this was twenty ten. That's like forty years. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know when that '70s show ended. Well, because Topher Grace, he and Topher Grace were both that's on that. True. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what people would have probably known him for the most at the time. Yeah. So this is four years after that ended. Okay. I, he yeah. did do, an, you know, he I did think Punk'd he did a couple. And, was he in Cheaper by the Dozen? I mean, he was in a few films for a while right after. He did do, he did do a couple like true rom-coms. Um, I'm blanking on it. Just Married was one that came out early 2000s, I want to say. Okay. Um, I don't Let's remember see. if it was good or not, but. Yeah, he. I, I liked him. I thought he was he was caring and he was charming when he needed to be. He wasn't creepy or weird, and I liked that he like the conflicting parts for him. Like when he was like, "Do I or don't I?" It felt sincere, right? Right. And when he, and when he found out about uh, Patrick Dempsey's character being a Flander, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I bought his reaction, his reaction yeah. to it. And yeah, his, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like he's conflicted a... about like mm, it's not my. Do I tell her? It's my best friend. Do I ruin this for her? Right. It seemed like he had trouble buckling his seatbelt at some point in the movie. Um, No, that was actually in the outtakes and over the credits. But there was one scene where he's about to try and get on the plane to help uh, Jennifer Garner's character understand the truth about her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And he's he's at the counter, and I felt like he was he was like a split hair away from cracking up mm-hmm. or that, you know, he's trying to deliver his lines with, with passion. And, you know, there's always one bad scene maybe, <laughs> but uh, other than that, I thought he was pretty strong in, yeah. in the movie. Can we talk about for a second, how the ending credits were probably the funniest parts of the entire movie. <laughs> it was just like taxi. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, kind of a the bad sign, I mean, right? That's the point of yeah. like bloopers, yeah. but yeah. right. Like we were genuinely laughing at those and, Bracken made reference to the, to a, one of the bloopers where Kutcher, I think there's three different scenes. They just play it. I, I mean, it's different takes, 
but he constantly cannot get the seatbelt seat to like right. come out so he can click himself in. And we laughed every time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, it, after, like, the, after the third t- tug in a, in a take, yeah. you're going to not use that take. Right, right yeah. But he keeps pulling like, for it. It's like, it up, yeah. are you doing this for the real <laughs> yeah, or is yeah. this for real? <laughs> well, like, I like when he asked George Lopez, like, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then there was the fun outtake where the Julia Roberts character is getting a ride, and the driver's oh, like, yeah. "Oh, there's Rodeo Drive. Have you ever shot there before?" She's like, "Yeah, I think I have." <laughs> yeah, it was She's like, mistake. "It didn't turn out. It didn't it turn out mistake. well. Whatever." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So well, was there was there anything else fun or redeeming or that was just like I like Jamie Foxx. I, I thought he oh was, Jamie Fox, I liked him too. I thought he was. I thought he was good. I mean his. There wasn't a lot of depth to his character, but no. you know he's. Well, that was all of them. Yeah, it was that's mm-hmm. true. Across the board, they were all had their f- uh, fifteen minutes of well, airtime. Um, I didn't quite understand how he and which Beal. was it, Jessica Beal, uh, kind of clicked. That was a weird. That was so just like it felt, kind of, it felt very forced. forced. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Jessica Beale's eating habits yeah. in this movie. She likes circus peanuts, guys. <laughs> uh, she likes circus That's peanuts. That's probably why it's got a seven an eighteen percent. She's rating. running when we see her for the first time in her office. Yes, she's running on a trample, uh, not trampoline, treadmill. a treadmill with a phone in her hand and a candy bar in the other. Yeah, and she's fumbling got snacks for snacks all over her desk. She's yeah, and she spills like big thing is Skittles, Skittles, and she's just you know it's Valentine's Day and she's you know in sugar mode because she's uh, self medicating yeah. and. Well, she also doesn't know how to, to do the treadmill because she's just running on it at first. And That's then the right. phone rings and she tries to turn it off, but she, she speeds it up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was actually impressed that she managed I to run the same thing. through the front of it yes. while holding the phone and exited without killing herself. Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, I believe that was CG. That's where all their budget went. <laughs> got it, got it. Okay. So can I tell you what the most unbelievable part of this whole movie was? Yeah. It wasn't that Jessica Biel had a trouble getting dates. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all of the other madness that, that happened. That much candy and chocolate no. and was so skinny. It's the <laughs> fact that she is a PR person for a major sports I celebrity. I was to bring that up too. And has no idea how to give a dog pound and like just hit <laughs> fists. Like that was just a weird, awkward point between her and Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx goes to give her like bones. Yeah. And she's just like, ah, I, I don't know what to do I with it. Like hot potatoes it hands. a little bit. And then, yeah. like, they figure it out at the end when they're making right. out in front of the green screen. But I'm like, that. I mean, that ruined it. The rest of the movie is, is a masterpiece, yeah. but that completely just took me I, out of it. So her character in general, uh, I mean, she is the PR person for this major football yeah, star. like the and major one. It looks like, I mean, her office looks like she's just, I mean, she's Saul Goodman or something, in, yeah. you know, in the back of a... Uh, <laughs> There's I mean, a, there's it's a giant, just the door in a like giant a hotel. Constitution behind her desk. Yeah, I mean, what? it's just <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. What do you mean when, when you say she's so good? Sorry, what do you mean? I mean like uh, <laughs> I'm confused. Her, her office. Are there pillars? Okay. No, she here, looks here she here looks is... like a very like a budget bail bondsman's desk. Yeah, that's right. There's okay. just papers and her everywhere. Her office is just a door. Like she has a receptionist out there, but it's like a receptionist sitting in the hallway of like a hotel. I mean, that's what it looks like. Oh, right. You know, uh, um, when I say Saul Goodman, I'm talking about having your office behind a laundromat. That Uh, kind of feeling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, in contrast, that same football star's agent 
is in this nice, fancy, expensive uh, agency, With right? M- Queen Latifah. Multiple, like, phone receptionists and, like, and support a mailroom with multiple re- mailroom guys delivering yeah. mail to Flowers them. Including Topher yeah. Grace. And to- yeah. yeah. And it's like, where? why is this... Is this somebody he just knew from high school and he's given her a job and, and she's his own or he's her only client, you know, or what? It's I don't like, know. It's like his cousin or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll let I'll let whatever whatever the crap her name was. What was yeah, her name? Was Kara. Like, Kara. I'll let I'll let little Kara do be yeah, my PR right. girl. Fine Aunt Georgia. <laughs> Kara can come work for me. We'll call her my PR person. She probably knows how to do social media on her Blackberry. <laughs> I mean, that was the height of Facebook, so. Well, this has got quite a cast. How much money did this uh, movie make? So, the budget was $52 million. So, for those people wow. keeping oh, yeah. track that's at home. That's a lot of people. That's two boat crashes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, that's. And the uh, domestic haul was $110 million. Okay. And then Decent. worldwide, I think it was 217 Dang. So... So this is a rather expensive rom-com. That's because it has every actor right. in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had to pay for that. So and it, and it was in LA and a lot of shots in LA and I, you know, yeah. you got to get the cops to close down the streets and, and yeah. not to mention all those flowers. That's right. They had to buy all those flowers and they probably filmed over Valentine's Day so that it was legitimate. So all those flowers were 10 oh, I'm times. Sh- I'm sure. Shut up. I'm sure it was <laughs> and so a dozen was $55 and they sold 10 million of them. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so here's here like realistically though, why did this movie cost fifty two million? Like honestly, the, like, no, really, it's because like of, do you think it's all just the cast? Like everybody so, got about three million dollars. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were all wearing mostly the same outfit for the day. Yeah, yep. so I would say it wasn't costuming. No, right. uh, there is maybe the, they paid for the Taylor Swift song that yeah. was in on on the soundtrack. They there just, is this they just thing bought her that, for a weekend. I don't know. Actors have to accept, like, um, they have a value. Like An actor has tier. a value, right? And they cannot, they generally, unless you're super, super mega star, cannot accept less a job for rate. less than their going rate. Otherwise, it devalues them for the next role, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's the case. I know that that is a thing in Hollywood, and... That it's very it's, likely it's, that they had to pay at least the minimums for all of these, this sta- whole ensemble. Status. Yeah. yeah. So, Julia Roberts probably could have taken any anything. Like, she was big enough that yeah. she could have taken a smaller cut. We know that she took a, a hefty chunk, but... Well, a percentage of the back end, the, right? Yeah, yeah. She got, it was paid $3 million for it and yeah. then got 3% on yeah. the back end. So well, I mean, goes. Kathy Bates, we talked yeah. about it. She was in the movie, no joke. Probably less than a solid minute. Right. And obviously she was paid. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure that, the you know, it's based off of your number of lines and how much screen time you have and stuff, how much you get paid. But, you know, this was, uh, I'm sure this was during Grey's Anatomy, during the the super... Uh, so you know, popularity, Dempsey, and, and Dempsey whoever and the other one was, I, can't, Day. I can never remember his name. Eric Dane. Eric Dane. Eric Dane. Yeah, um, yeah, they probably weren't. Though they were, they were crossover actors, I was right? Say so they, they were TV, TV actors. They were very so hot they at the time. Expensive, but, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you? I'm I'm going to the multiverse version yeah, yeah. of this movie. 
is are there any other actresses or actors that, that you would have, have added that would have added yes. to it? I'm thinking Zoe Deschanel. They they didn't have like the the, pi- the the manic pixie that's character <laughs> who doesn't know if she loves her roommate. <laughs> So you're thinking they need to insert new girl into this? Yes, that's maybe, what I'm saying. I haven't seen New Year's Eve, but maybe that's what. That's uh, maybe, there. maybe, yeah. Who, yeah. who else? Who oh man, I'm trying to think. Well, there was also I don't know how much it costs to get these people, but there was like all the ESPN talent, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think there were some right. LA uh, radi- were... radio personalities that were. What studio made this? Uh, ABC we... Studios. A- was it? A- oh, no, it was no, because no, that's a legitimate question. New Line. If it, it was New Line. New Line, and that's was that Warner Disney? Brothers. Oh, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, New Line. Yeah. Well, I mean, so this, Disney owns no them all Disney. now. Yeah. Well, I think they owned ESPN back then, and ABC. No, I'm saying now they own everything. Oh yeah, they own everything. Right. Yeah. They own us. I mean, but you know, they do a lot of cross pollination, <laughs> so you'll see a lot of ABC or ESPN people in each other's stuff, right? But in this case, they probably had to pay full price. <laughs> do you think it was a groupon thing that they got where it's like <laughs> we need three espn actors. hire 15 actors and we'll throw in an extra five for you <laughs> screen actors guild's like look we're doing a special for valentine's day <laughs> use code love movies <laughs> code Gary Marshall. Oh man, Gary Marshall was in this movie. I love, I love that you guys movie. are still in a laughing mood after yeah. the movie. Maybe we should so, cast some judgment so here, it, real quick. I mean, we did make the comment that it was like I I was getting a little angry at the movie because I wasn't hating it mm-hmm. as much as I expected to. Okay, yeah. And I made the comment like, "Do I like rom com movies?" <laughs> because like they're they're objectively terrible, but. Yeah. They were putting all of us, like, the last few episodes have put us in a good mood. Like, right, they yeah. were fun to there watch in a group. Yeah. There were some genuine laughs in this movie. Like, yeah. when uh, Eric Dane rear ends uh, George Lopez's car, and there's yeah. that couple making out on the bench, and they just get shocked just... out of it. And he almost, <laughs> he drops, almost drops her, her and... <laughs> for no reason. But then yeah. they just start making out again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of random stuff in this. It's really weird. But, yeah. yeah. All right, well, so maybe we should, uh, I mean, we keep going off on different plot points, so maybe we should wrap wrap this up. Wait, are we making an ensemble movie? (laughs) Are we an ensemble cast? (laughs) I'll go first. All right, right, Ben, what's your Uh, So I will say, certainly in thinking about the movies we have seen so far, this was the most romantic as far as specifically dealing with love. And, you know, some of the plot lines had romance in them. And some of the plot, there were some people that I was kind of rooting for. Like, oh, I hope they get together. Or, uh, But then there were other ones where I was like, man, I cannot believe they're in that relationship. And that is not going to end well. <laughs> but I don't think we were supposed to feel that way. <laughs> the Taylors? The Taylors, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, that was a little toxic. I really <laughs> felt for Taylor Lautner in that. Um. Uh, so it was romantic and we did laugh several times uh, when we were supposed to Um, but even though I've joked several times that there are things that we've missed and we should watch it again I do not want to watch it again mm-hmm. so um, 
I don't believe it deserves 17%. I believe it it deserves higher. It's a bad movie. Um, I don't think that it's exceptionally bad, though. I think it's just bad. That's my my thoughts. Um, geez, I don't know where I land on this. Um, I <laughs> here's what I'm gonna say. Brant, you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> love overrides all. No. Um, Look, love- you've been friends with it. This whole time. I know. Can't I know. you just tell? Wait, are you telling me this is the movie I should have been in love with all along? <laughs> you have to love the whole person yeah, with yeah. its flaws and That's all. That's right. You love the if, whole movie. If I can't love the movie at its worst, I can't have the movie at its best. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you have to be true to who you actually that's love. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I mean, this is real, though. We did actually have to chase this movie down. Um, an airport ramp to try and get it before it got on the airplane. Um, no. Real talk, though. So, this movie's stupid. And um, I think the thing that, that tears it for me that would have pushed it into exceptionally bad, it, with all of the plots going on, we didn't even have brain space to come up yeah. with our own incredible plot to layer on top of it. Yeah. And I think that is a disservice <laughs> To this movie, um, so well, yes, we did have some fun. I I would not watch it if it was on in the background, you know, while I'm doing something. I'd be like, oh, geez, this thing again. But yeah. whatever, you know. So I didn't hate it. I'm with you. I don't know that it the 17 is warranted. Mm-hmm. It like maybe 18 and a half, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I I would just call this bad, but it's it's close to exceptionally yeah. bad. Okay, so what is that movie that I said I would I would play if I had you know from Justin to Kelly? Party? Oh, Justin to Kelly. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so I feel like this would be a double feature. Oh yeah, for that wow. party. Yeah, I like this movie a lot more than you guys. Uh-huh. I think this instead of like a seventeen, uh-huh. I would probably go as high as maybe fifty three. Okay, fifty four percent. Yeah, that's something like that. On... Wow, that's, that's still a solid on... F. Yeah. But it's more it's like an, po- more positive it's, oh, than yeah. negative. It's plus. Yeah. It's more positive than negative. Let's that just is, put it that yeah. way. And I'm surprised. I really thought I was just going to agonize over this movie. I thought this movie was going to be painful. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be agonizing. It was not. It was... It moved. It was um, engaging, dare I say. Uh, it was... It was 15 minutes too long, too. I'll, I'll put it that way. 50? 15. <laughs> okay. At least 15. So 50. Got it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's two hours and four minutes long. It could have, uh, yeah. you know, a good rom-com, 90 minutes, guys, yeah, please. Right. Even if there's 193 characters in the movie <laughs> and you don't even introduce half of them until, you know, halfway through or a quarter into Make the movie. Make better choices. You, you need to really kind of clip along. <laughs> And it's not a slow movie, but it shouldn't be over 90 minutes. Yeah. Can, can, so you were talking about having this and just from Justin to Kelly in the background. Would would you uh, be able yes. to cut those together? Just rough cut. Dude, Don't ooh. tell anybody. Just do a full and just let it run. Up. And do you think anybody would even notice? So uh, play the audio of Justin to Kelly I think over you top would of notice, this Brandt. movie. No, I, I think would. you would notice. I would. Yeah. yeah. I I say the double feature thing. I didn't get to, back to say why, but. I would say that if this movie were on in the background, mm-hmm. I would probably 
not look away if I was sitting on the couch oh, or right. walking by. I would probably it would probably suck me It'd in. Pull you okay. in. Yeah, it yeah. would probably pull me in. And I'd probably enjoy it yeah. <laughs> to, to probably a little bit more the second time. And I'd probably be able to make fun of it a little bit more. But I don't think it's something I would want to have in the foreground, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. It's So it's not... You're not going to plan an evening to go watch this, to sit down and watch exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to plan to watch it, but if it were to be on, right. then it, it would probably pull me in yeah. and I would get sucked into the cast. Is, yeah. is this the kind of movie that you start... You fall asleep and you wake up in two and Netflix says, are you still watching? <laughs> <laughs> it's only 15 minutes later. Uh, yeah, that, that could be. That's a good one. That's right. Uh, you know, this, this would be a good movie to fall asleep to yeah. as well. Uh, let's see how I'm recommending this movie left and right. All of its good points. Uh, the cast is great. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a mediocre 53% movie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I'm going to have to just say it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, before we started watching the movie, I was like, I'm going to bring us back to, the, to, to hating a movie. <laughs> we were having too much fun. Is yeah. this your 1941? I don't, no. No, this, no, no it's not. not. It is not. 1941 because I think we're all on the... This isn't... The edge. It's just not... It's not far enough bad enough, right? Yeah. It's so bad, but it's not it, atrocious. It brought, it brought <laughs> up... So I... I, I try to. I like to give it credit. It's like tried to show, yes, with several different plot lines, different aspects and stages of love. Uh-huh. But since it didn't have time to really go in depth, like so, um, when we talked about how you have to love the movie for its good and its bad. <laughs> yes, right. So uh, that was uh, Hector Elizondo, which if he's a rom com staple, especially mm-hmm. Gary Marshall staple, right? You, uh, you guys would know him. You see a picture, like, oh yeah, yeah that guy. He's the butler on Princess Diaries. Yeah. yeah. And he's the concierge at uh, Pretty, on, Woman. On Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah. Yep. So he and Shirley MacLaine are married. They're Julia Roberts' parents. Uh, and you find out that she had had an affair. And the movie doesn't give us enough time for him to really process that and for them to really have any sort of right. reconciliation. And so for me, that, that was like... Aside from the not being able to fist pump, that was for me like the biggest thing is like, why would you introduce a topic that heavy and give it like gloss over and give it no, no real time or resolution right. to, you know, it's like you didn't, they didn't need that conflict. They, in fact, they didn't need any conflict because they could have just been like, look, we're the old Mature. happy couple, you know, that we've, we've weathered all the storms. Right. Yeah. And so. I, I, I dis- mean, I disagree with that story, with that little plot line. I think I agree. I think it would have been stronger to have already gotten over that. Right. Right. Like that is a thing that we learn about happened, and they're over it, and they survived. Because right, he's right. Yes. Yeah, that would have been better. It, it comes up. It comes up because they're talking to Emma Roberts about how she and her boyfriend were going to do it, which yeah. to me was really strange. I'm like, I, I mean, would you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I tell my neighbors that kind of stuff all the time. <laughs> That's why I'm such a great babysitter. <laughs> so sharing. But, uh, but yeah, I, it would have been better because he says, yeah, we were always, you know, it's just us. We lived with each other, you know. It, it, right. It would have been 100% better. He's like, you know what? We had some issues before, but we worked through it. Yeah. Um, that would have been much better than him finding out and having that high level of drama that goes nowhere. Except... And, there was a key plot point to it, um, 
Topher Grace would not have learned his lesson. Right. <laughs> he would not have learned to love Anne Hathaway. Yeah. When he found out she was Catwoman. Her whole and person. <laughs> her whole person. Flaws and all. Yeah. No, that's I agree with you. I don't think that's a flaw. I think she was industrious. <laughs> For real. She's like working two jobs simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. So I think that I got to agree with you guys. Like, not exceptionally bad. Mm-hmm. They're... It is better than an 18% movie. I I agree with that. I don't know that I go as high as Bracken. Mm -hmm. There were some generally good, funny things in this movie. Mm -hmm. But it was just so surface level. Like, we don't even know anybody's names. We have a cheat sheet, and we still don't know their names. Yeah. And you don't care about any of the characters at the movie. It's full of beautiful people. Mm -hmm. It's, It's fun to watch the Jessicas, to watch Julia Roberts, to watch... Uh, Emma Roberts to watch uh, Jennifer Jennifer Garner like yeah. the you know the biggest thing the biggest takeaway I got from this movie is that Valentine's Day is a completely manufactured holiday that uh, there is no way on earth all of this stuff happens on one specific day about love <laughs> and all of these love stories happen. On this day. Well, and it, that it's like you can't fall in love or be in love any other day. Right. It's Valentine's it's Day. It's Valentine's Day. You've, come on, you've only got, you know, you've got three hours left. Find someone or you are going to be alone forever. Or you are a pariah. Yeah. And the universe hates you. So what's going to happen after stroke at midnight if you don't have a significant other? The Purge. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't watch that movie. Where it's, like, <laughs> it's a beautiful rom-com, but then you just hear... <laughs> people put their masks on and hunt down all the single people <laughs> all the single ladies that's got a totally different feeling <laughs> oh my gosh it's like wait 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 wait! No. we got our murder plot yes. this movie's exceptionally bad i love this it's like mad max it's it's uh fury road with them beyonce singing single ladies on the back of the truck as it's driving around <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it. (laughs) Well, on that note, (laughs) how can people find us, Bracken? Uh, They can email us at theguys at exceptionallybad.com. They can visit our website at exceptionallybad.com. Our Twitter is exceptionallybad, or at exceptionallybad, with no E at the beginning. Uh, assuming Twitter's around, uh, yeah, if, and, if and no blue check mark, <laughs> right? No, no blue check mark. And uh, as um, long, yeah, as long as we don't criticize Mr. Musk, yeah. we should probably still be there. Our uh, Instagram is at exceptionally bad, yep. and uh, Brant does marketing, so check him out on LinkedIn. Check out my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll uh, see you next time. See thanks, you guys. Bye. Love is in the air. That was terrible. Can we fix that in post?